everybody. Welcome back to Subtle Asian Talks. We're just a bunch of Asian American college girls ready to talk about all things random from pop culture, current events, any strange internet, uh, Reddit posts, and just like anything that comes off to mind. I'm your host, Yisi. Hi, I'm Kilo. Hi, I'm Nell. All right, so let's get into it. How is everybody doing? We're kind of past week, like month two of quarantine. Um, yes, we are trying to do self-help books because your girl needs it. <laughs> and I'm deciding between the two of You Are a Badass Every Day and The Defining Decade of Why Your 20s Matter and How to Make the Most of Them Now. This person is made by, like, a PhD, so I don't know if I should start with that first. Thoughts? Have you heard of either? I heard of um, How to Be a Badass, I think. I feel like that's, like, one of the main self-help books I've heard being recommended to me. I've seen it, yeah, from a lot of, like, influencers that I follow. They recommended that book. Um, Self-help books seem really something I should invest in, for sure, Um, Kilo. Get to it. I have one if you ever decide. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully get a. It seems pretty short, so I'll give you all a review after. Okay. I'll- what made you get into self help books? Why the sudden urge in the end of May? Um, I was actually, I kind of forgot I had these books, but you know how it like once you're in an apartment, you kind of like throw things everywhere to like make room. Mm-hmm. These were like in the back of like the closet, and I was clearing out textbooks to give like you know my chem and ochem junk away and I was like shoot I have these two and a mutual friend gave it to us or to me and I was like I should I should read them especially now it seems critical for my well-being (laughs) (laughs) anyway how about y'all um I've been chilling I've been on Netflix a lot um I recently found a book that I had which is like how to manage your finances um and I was like, oh, this is very interesting because graduation's coming up and, you know, got to manage those finances and be an adult now. Dang, that is, yeah, that's hella adulting. Yeah, that's pretty good. But amazing. I appreciate that y'all have been, you know, taking time to figure out yourselves in different ways and trying to, like, adult in a sense. I feel like I can't say the same. I feel like I've just been, like, chilling just floating through this time uh, wait why did I think you were actually gonna say floating in my head I was just like she's floating by and then you're like I'm floating and I was like wait <laughs> yeah but I've just been chilling I feel like I've I've not been quite as productive as like I should be in a quarantine I mean I guess like y- you don't have to feel obligated to do so but yeah I mean I guess one accomplishment I'm sure like everybody else that's doing like at home workouts can relate. I finished um like the Chloe Ting two week shred challenge. Oh yes. Uh, reporting back, I do not suddenly have abs, but like I mean, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that because I feel like my like intense amount of snacking is probably counteracting any any like fitness efforts I've been making. But I was gonna ask, it was like, oh, I've seen on TikTok and YouTube all these people like, you know, saying how Chloe Ting be snatching their their waistline and you know, their their stomachs. And I was like, ooh, I wonder how that worked out for 
uh, uh, Cece. I feel like there's like minor, minor difference, I guess. Because like, to be fair, like I've kind of been like off the grind in terms of working out for a long time and kind of use this quarantine to kind of get back into it. So I think it's more just like working out regularly than anything else. And I feel like the people that do it, they're already like pretty fit or pretty thin. So like, it's pretty easy for them to just get snatched real quick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sure like diet is probably a big part of it. And I haven't really been making changes to my diet. Yes. She's a skinny legend. It's fine. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not a skinny legend. I'm like a skinny fat legend. I mean, like skinny, but not fit. <laughs> what was your uh, latest creation again? I made Tiny Tea ice cream, but it's kind of a fail. I'm kind of sad about it. Wait, what happened? Okay, it tastes really good. Like, I know I, like, texted y'all and, like, sent y'all some videos. Like, yeah, I'm ready. It's all whipped up in my, like, KitchenAid. Uh, but it's, like, it was, like, a no ice cream machine, like, recipe. And it's, like, you put condensed milk in it. And I feel like the recipe had too much condensed milk. So, like, the texture was kind of, like, weird and not, like, creamy. It was kind of, like, I don't know. It was, like, too Shaved solid. Ice? It wasn't, like, ice. It was, like, weird because it wasn't, like, hard. It's almost, like, because my mom said, like, oh, because um, condensed milk has, like, flour or some type of starch in it. So I think, like, maybe it's, like, kind of starchy. It was weird. Interesting. So it was, like, kind of stretchy ice cream then? I guess. I don't It's not stretchy. It's just kind of, like, I don't know. It's not, like, creamy melt-in-your-mouth type of texture. I feel like it's kind of, like... A starchy mouthfeel. I don't know how to. Is it like gelato? No, I wish it was like gelato. <laughs> but um, I was like, maybe it's gelato. No, then that'd be a success. But I mean, I might make modifications to the recipe and see how it goes. But that's that. I've been just like trying to keep up with my fitness and just making random recipes. That's really been my quarantine moment. Yeah. How I've been. He's a chef. Wait, yeah. dude, you should try. I know we talked about banana milk and you were not a fan, but yeah. banana, frozen bananas, put them in a blender. God send me. Oh, are you talking about like banana ice cream? Yes. You should def yeah, go through like <laughs> that up and put it in your KitchenAid. Yes. I'm I I'm well aware of the the banana ice cream. Have you tried it? Banned I have. I mean, Wait, were y'all thing, into, but... like, Vlogilates back in the day? Yeah, yeah, because I was a Vlogilates girl. Yeah, oh. that's where I learned it from. So I was like, oh, like, reminders of Vlogilates. Yes. I never really, like, grew up on Vlogilates, except for that one time. She popped up in my face, not Facebook, um, YouTube Rex, for when she did a commencement speech back at her alma mater, I think. Which was inspiring oh i'm like i feel like i have a complicated with blog audience so i don't really want to get into but <laughs> i feel like i have a complicated relationship with everything but <laughs> um like i do support her because you know we love um asian americans out here in like unconventional fields you know in media and stuff for sure so good to know everybody's holding up maybe finding different ways to be productive during this time but shall we get into my little current events yes all right 
So, like, I don't know how familiar y'all are with, like, Title Nine. Kind of familiar, but please let our viewers know just in case they forget a history right. lesson, you know? It's been a while for history, so, you know, bless us. Okay. So, like, this is kind of, like, old news, I guess. It kind of happened earlier in May, but I feel like it's worth talking about. And, you know, I think conveniently they decided to make these changes during a pandemic so people would give them less shit about it because they're distracted with the coronavirus. But um, Mm -hmm. recently there was changes to the Title IX regulations by Betsy DeVos, the Secretary of Education, and it was made to quote, like, make the playing field more level and to protect people that are falsely accused. And to kind of explain what Title IX is, um, by to quote it, it's an education amendment that states that no person in the United States shall on the basis of sex be excluded from participation in or be denied the benefits of or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. So it's basically like an anti-discrimination law that promotes like gender equality. And along with that, it does have protocol of how like school should handle um, sexual violence cases and accusations. So to kind of get into some of the changes, um, this was kind of taking back some like Obama era administrative changes to Title IX. So basically, some of the things that will be changing is that it would require schools to dismiss reports of sexual violence that occur off campus, which is like bullshit, by the way, because, you know, most cases of sexual assault do not happen, like, actually on the campus, you know, they happen in places like frat houses or people's apartments and things like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's just a general, like, heightened standard for what harassment is. So it's basically intended to lower university risk, like responsibility when it comes to reporting harassment. And along with that, um, they change some like um, a cross-examination process, which means like it's kind of like a trial almost. So like survivors or people that accuse people of sexual violence will kind of have to undergo more thorough questioning. So it's just intended ultimately to kind of make like less responsibility for like universities and schools to uh, handle sexual violence and just I feel like there's this false perception that there's a lot of false accusations and people are getting falsely accused of sexual violence and that's like simply not true like the way things are in place right now already makes it hard enough for people that are survivors of sexual violence to report their cases. So like to heighten these standards is only gonna make it more difficult for people that experience this to report and they're more likely to have to you know, be in the same spaces as the person that assaulted them. So I think it's really damaging. And it was just something that I thought it was like important to bring awareness to because you know, we are a podcast that is kind of centered towards, like, issues of young people and, like, college life. So I feel like even though it might be, like, older news, I thought it was kind of important to bring up. No, definitely. I I did not know that there was a Title IX change at all, actually, to intended to protect the falsely accused. Wait, sorry. I might have 
there was a lot of content in there. So how exactly does it, is the regulation protecting it or protecting the fossil accused? Because it's basically, um, it's like a really long, like 2000 page type of like deal. So I would encourage people, like if you want to get more information, there are pages on Instagram and like on the internet, uh, I would recommend um, Know Your Nine on Instagram. It has a lot of like the bullet points of what's really in those changes and what that looks like. So like I listed some of the changes above. So like the standards for what is considered harassment in the rules have been like hired. I'm not quite sure about the specificity, but um, there is like standards of evidence. Um, I've learned this a little bit as like somebody that uh, teaches sexual violence prevention that there's like different standards of evidence like beyond a reasonable doubt or like likelihood or um, just um, yeah it, there's like different standards of evidence by the law so I believe that um, what was previously in place was like like without a reasonable like doubt or just with like um, you know with uh, relative certainty so I believe that the standards for harassment have been heightened so um, as you guys know, like sexual violence, it's kind of an issue that like, it's kind of hard to get evidence for because, you know, it mm -hmm. usually occurs between two people. So it's very much like a, like he said, she said type situation. So like to make it even more difficult does make it like more challenging for people that experience sexual violence and want to report it. It makes it even more like like more barriers for them when it comes to like reporting. That's definite. Wow. I like, I feel like I didn't really see this come up and I am surprised like this hasn't caused more awareness in social media, just because I feel like, you know, um, that's a lot to unpack as, you know, Kilo said. Um, and wow, I'm just yeah. Shocked. I believe I believe it was purposeful because like um, I've been kind of following this since like actually 2019 because um, ever since uh, I was tra in training to be like a sexual violence educator, um, it was something that we were kind of aware of that there may be changes to Title IX and that might change how we like educate or tell people how to report their cases. So um, this is just kind of an update that like these changes will for sure be put into place. And I do believe that the timing of it was to kind of take off the flack off the Trump administration from like worrying about that and people um, going against it because, you know, people are so preoccupied with the pandemic at hand that I feel like this hasn't really been circulating in the news a lot. Mm -hmm. Very true. But it's it's good to know that it's occurring. So when you hit back, I know you were saying that like most sexual assault cases, if not like a majority, don't occur on campus. But like when students are eventually able to get back on campus, they should definitely yeah, know what's for sure. going on. And that's why I wanted to bring it up because moving forward, because um, I do believe like most of our audience, our limited audience, shout out to y'all, are of <laughs> are of like <laughs> college age. So I think moving forward, um, when campus kind of goes back to in-person classes and things like that, that it's something to be aware of because um, there are going to be changes to how people report their cases and that could affect a lot of people. And I really think like the one that really annoyed me was like 
oh, like cases that happen off campus do not count and it's not the school's responsibility because that is, again, 92% of all harassment cases that happen with it with, with students and like student staff. So that really only leaves 8% of cases that happen on campus, which is ridiculous. It kind of sounds like also like the like anti-bullying uh, stuff, like sometimes it doesn't happen on campus, but still like you should have regulations of what's going on if it's like they yeah, for sure. School. I agree. I feel like a lot of people are just like, that's not our mm-hmm. business. You know what I mean? Like schools are like, just like, if they take actions outside of like school, that's just more responsibility for them. And, you know, schools are very underfunded and stuff like that. So they're just like, you know, like, I don't want to say this, but they're kind of just thinking like, that's a personal problem in that sense. And it's like, it's hard in mm-hmm. this society. I agree. Yeah, it's it 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 is very difficult to like, for lack of a better word, like police that action because yeah. you you you're to an extent that's them, and then you know you're the school's entity by itself. So it's really, I don't know. It's very. It's always been an yeah. Interesting I think area. it's important because like I want to get into how when it comes to like sexual harassment and sexual violence cases on campus. Um, I remember Betsy DeVos bringing this up because these changes were to kind of, oh, we don't want to ruin anybody's lives, particularly men, even though I will clarify that anybody can commit sexual violence. But she's, she said, oh, you know, we don't want to ruin men's lives by false accusations. And I will say that false accusations account for a very, very minor amount of reported cases because most cases don't even get reported period so like to get to the fact where Mm -hmm. the administration gets involved you know there's a lot of different rules and boundaries you have to get to to even get to that point so like I don't like this projection of this false myth that there's this rampant um, false accusation of men for like harassing them and also like it's not really ruining their lives forever it is like okay it's not a criminal case you just might not be allowed to attend this particular university so I think it's important to protect like protect fellow students by not having these predators on campus Mm -hmm. very true I feel like it's also just this just makes it more difficult for people to Mm -hmm. come talk about it you know what I mean? Just because it's like, oh, they already have the impression they're not going to listen. So why should I even bring it up? Which is not an environment that we should be mm-hmm. encouraging, um, especially in this society and stuff like that. And we should be more empathetic and be open to taking approaches to, you know, prevent these issues and make people For feel sure. comfortable. And I feel like people already it. have a challenge talking about it as it is. So this is only making it more mm-hmm. so, like, difficult for people to come forward. Yeah. That's crazy. Hopefully, I feel like, you know... People are, um, like, forming lawsuits like, against this. So we'll see where that goes. Ooh, that's they, they should. Like, I feel like this is just... This is it, crazy that they're <laughs> changing it now. Especially with everything yeah, going on. Yeah, sure. 
yeah it's a lot Dang. um I encourage people because I do feel like I come from a little bit of like a bias standpoint as somebody that is really like passionate about talking about like sexual violence prevention so like I do encourage you guys like to check out know your nine on Instagram and like for those of you that are going back on campus in the following year um there are like different organizing tools and like resources so if this is something that you guys are passionate about um check out those sources and like try to promote like equality for people and um show your support for like survivors of sexual violence on campus and try to make your universities and just other school campuses like a safe place for everybody that snaps thank you for that info yeah very informative very informative Thanks. informative queen. Yeah. She's a she's yeah, all I about try, that advocacy. Yes. But leading on to that, um, Kilo, do you wanna talk about something that leads up um when people, you know, um do the deed? Do the it's deed. Consensually. Oh, okay. Consensually. okay now. <laughs> Consensually, yes. This yeah. is this is um a consensual action. Um and you know, Kayla will describe more about it. Yes, alrighty. Um, it's more like the problems that occur after. So there's been some interesting posts on Reddit, as you know, I scroll the "Am I the asshole?" a lot, and <laughs> there's like these two two different stories. Okay, so they both involved a heavily pregnant woman and a man, right? And they're presumably in a relationship. And one of the story goes like, um. This guy describes himself. He, um, they're having a fourth child, and they're doing pretty well financially. And she is an engineer, and he is a plumber. So, the the uh, the good dude is saying that like he's very physically exhausted all the time, and he just wants to you know play an hour of video games every day. But like, the mother-in-law thinks that he's useless, and like. Um, doesn't help around the house but just because he you know plays an hour a day doesn't mean as he says quote-unquote useless um so it comes all to this one point where the wife was screaming at him to get to the um, other children to entertain them while she goes and cooks and then she he he stated that he made a dumb joke about like oh this is like the third night we're having this what's up with that but then she like went off on him and all about that. And he doesn't think that he was wrong to like state that they got into an argument and he doesn't think he was wrong to say they're like, dude, we're technically both pregnant here because like I I work a lot and I know you're like hormonal and stuff is going on, but like this is hard for me too. So what do you what do y'all think about that? I kind of disagree. Um I, I, yeah, I mean, we're I only hearing one disagree. side of the story, I will say. That's true. Yeah. But then also, it's just like, I'm pretty sure, is the guy the, the one that's posting it? Or is, the, is who's posting The, the dude right? is. Also, when you say oh. disagree, what, sorry, what does that I, mean? So do you think he's an asshole or he's, he's not? I mean, or like, it's a complicated situation. And like, I don't. I don't know if I would say he's fully the asshole, but I feel like I'm very much like I hate the saying like we're pregnant because 
both of y'all are not pregnant. You know, there is like a burden of carrying a child that you do not have to go through. And I feel like, yeah. you know, it's important to be sympathetic to that. And also, like, Matt, like, isn't the wife tired? Like, I don't know if she's working right now because, like, she's. Isn't she an engineer? So, yes. like, if she's also working now, what are you complaining about? Yeah. Yes. The way he stated it is that, quote unquote, I think we're both putting an equal amount of effort into this baby. Definitely oh, not. No. You're not actually feeding the child from a tube. <laughs> yeah. I, mm, okay. Also, um, it's like, I feel like I will... the wife is cooking dinner, so she is doing something. So the least you could do is take a break from, like, your game so you can watch the children. I thought it was the guy that cooked the dinner. Wait, wait, sorry, say that again? Was the guy, the, was the husband the one that cooked the dinner? Or no, was no, no, no. The, the, the wife cooks the dinners, but then the wife was, like, telling the guy, like, dude, can you help me out here with these kids? They're, like, running around in the kitchen, you know, like, entertaining yeah. them. And then he, oh, he like, okay. walks into the kitchen. He's all like, dude, we've had Korean barbecue meatloaf for, like, the third time this week. What is up with that? And then, yeah. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Drop the whole man, like, at that point. <laughs> If I'm cooking and I ask you, like, because, okay, like, I'm not a mother, but, like, I completely understand where the the pregnant woman, especially, um, is coming from. Because it's just, like, it's hard just trying to, like, you know, maintain a whole household. Like, even me by myself, sometimes I'm like, do I even, should I even eat today? Like, it's tiring. Like, I gotta do dishes. I gotta cook for myself. Like, imagine cooking for a whole family. Like, imagine that coming from a nine to five job and be and being expected to cook and also maintain running children around. That just sounds tiring to me. And like, you know, um, the husband can contribute more to that. Like, I I understand. Like, you know, the husband's like probably contributing some aspect in the relationship as well. But like, you know, I feel like mothers just have it rough. And she, I don't, I, the guy is definitely the, the a-hole in this situation. Yeah. And I feel like as, like, parents of four, I feel like, you know, there are, like, as a parent, you do have to make some sacrifices with your free time to tend to your children and keep them alive, you know? And it's like, if your wife is busy providing a task, aka cooking dinner for the whole family, I think the least you could do is, like, take your parenting role and watch the kids for a little bit like you can have your break another time yes yeah very true so also he's not doing anything yeah exactly. he's just gaming <laughs> like fortnite league of legends can wait like <laughs> you got actual human beings needed to be fed your league of legends yeah, like squad you need to make sure your kids away. don't like kill each other or something yeah, exactly. The The second story I have that was posted on Reddit, there's a lot of, like, I think, you know, when people are just in the household together, a lot of, like, problems become mm-hmm. to, you know, arise. Oh, trust, yes, yes, definitely. Like, I feel like it's just, one, like, you sometimes when you're just trapped in a place so long, it you just want to start dropping. Like, everything. <laughs> no, because it's just, like, 
once you're in a situation like let's say you're like in this room with someone that's just like you know you're you're living your life you're doing you're minding your own business and sometimes you're just like I just want to change it up today I just want to start you're a talking drama, about see us. where it goes yeah no I feel like we random like Nuh-uh. you randomly try to argue with me just for the sake of arguing with me you're I'm not victimizing, victimizing yourself, myself but I feel like very much you do bring up random arguments like you don't even you're not even like right sometimes and I feel like sometimes you even know what you're saying doesn't make sense but you still continue to argue with me just to argue with me <laughs> no you're just victimizing yourself Cece also our conversations where we have these arguments is when it's like it's um it's not even 2 sometimes it's just like we're both I'm... chilling at our desk <laughs> no at 2 a.m it's like regular time it's not even demon time yet demon no it is demon no time. sometimes it'll be like okay it'll anything, be like 8 p.m on the weekend no. i i believe i believe to kill somebody with it. a hydro flask oh yeah i was i was very very like i still okay like you can't kill someone with a hydro flask we weren't talking empty, about that okay? we said a full it's- hydro flask yeah but then also the size of the hydro flask matter because no one's gonna kill someone with a 16 ounce hydro flask no it's dude gotta, it's gotta be like 32 and up no those are lethal even the baby hydro flask if you hit someone that's gonna be a right? crater no even if empty like no i'm not saying like you know say if somebody's like running and avoiding it but like say if you took if you took a like a full hydro flask to the skull it would cause damage yeah, <laughs> it would. I interpret it as a one-hit KO. Like, it's out here damaging I mean, we were talking about, like, I mean, you can bludgeon somebody. Yeah. That, that's our that's our conversations. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, me and Cece, Nell and Cece are um, roommates. So these are the conversations we talk about. But, like, you were, like, spice dead things wrong. Up. And you were, like, arguing with everybody in our house. For like an hour about it, cause I was so skeptical. But we were like, drawing no out the way, lens, like, yes, bro. it's a full water bottle, and no, it's not necessarily a one hit KO. <laughs> Nobody said it was a one hit KO. We we're just talking about. <laughs> I interpreted no, it but as we kept a one hit KO. It's not. It's just could you kill somebody with a hydro flask? Period. We didn't say one hit KO. We just said could you kill somebody with a hydro flask? And the answer is yes. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Hydroflask. I'm just kidding. Okay, sponsor of Hydroflask. I we are we are very eco-friendly queens out here. We all use re we all use reusable water bottles. Um so please um sponsor us. Our Instagram will be linked in the description. Um we would love to collaborate and you know, uh sell your products. So please hit us up on Instagram. Slide into our DMs. If you don't slide into our DMs, we'll slide into yours. Don't worry, boo. We got you. Some of us are more eco-friendly than others with our with our metal straws, oh, yeah. but you know, we won't get into but, yeah, that. Continue, continue <laughs> yeah, continue continue your pregnancy story because like I will talk about my metal straws. <laughs> okay so the other pregnancy story was the perspective of the guy again right different different family and the dude he makes the dinner and he he made this whole as he described it a pizza-like dish um but it's not quite pizza it's like some other like ethnic part or like Like a flatbread i don't 
yeah, I guess for something something else that resembles mm-hmm. pizza, right? And he makes like a side salad, right? And then he's going back inside to the kitchen. He puts it on the table. He goes back to the kitchen to get like drinks or something like that. He comes back. He sees his wife have all of the pizza onto her plate. And then he was like, hey, wait, what's up with that? We usually go halvesies, but like, I mean, if you want to eat more of it, go for it. Because she was like, she's like heavily pregnant at this point, right? And um, she was like, nah, I think you should just eat the salad. And he was like, no, dude, I like worked a lot to make that. And she was like, no, I really have a bad craving for it. So just if you can just eat the salad, that would be great. So like, as in essence, she was trying to not let him eat one piece of his food that she cooked and or he cooked. And then um, when she said, like, honestly, quote unquote, you should stick with the salad in general anyways. Was um, that like I a think weight comment? He thought it was like a, yeah. Or was that it was like, like a what? comment about his weight or was it just like, you eat the salad because I don't want it? Oh, that and it, yeah, it was a jab to his weight, he thinks, because he's been, he's like kind of insecure about that. So, oh. What What are your thoughts? So he he was a wondering to the internet if he could see, or if he was an asshole. He ended up taking away like all of the, the pizza-like dish and just being like, dude, you should just apologize because that was uncalled for. But she ended up never apologizing. So then he's wondering if he should have apologized in that situation. Do you think people are, wait, this is a side note. Do you think people are getting divorced because of these type of things? Because I'm just like, if let's say you go to court and you get divorced, right? And the person's just like, what happened? And then you're over here like, she didn't let me eat my pizza. Like, imagine the lawyer's faces when you're fighting. <laughs> That's irreconcilable differences right there, I think. <laughs> True. You need to fight that. Like, because this is how, I feel like this is how, like, divorces happen at this rate. But then also, I'm just like, do people get divorces because of, like, let's say they're not sharing a pizza? I feel like it's, like, like, a cumulative, like, you have a lot of moments where you're like, man, this person sucks. <laughs> the yeah, last that was, straw like, was the, the straw pizza. that broke the camel's back. Sorry. Sorry, I just had to, like, ask. I was just like, is this how people, like, you know, because I'm just thinking, like, oh, like, you know, the typical reasons why people, like, divorce and stuff like that. And then there's abnormal, like, it's not abnormal. It's everything, every, there's any, there's all types of reasons. Let me just backtrack. Uh, Any reason is legitimate for a divorce. But I'm just curious, like, is this one of the different weird um, not weird, but like different reasons of why people just get like divorced. divergent. Than I normal. feel like it's like yeah. additive. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, yeah, there's like a lot of posts, and then some of them like, like they state that, and then they're like, "Dude, there's more to this story." In the comments, like, "What's up?" And then they'll like type a comment, and they're like, "Okay, that's like a red flag." And then there's like a bunch mm-hmm. of red flags, and they're like, mm, "Okay, here's my take on it." Um. This might be problematic, but perhaps I'm just unsympathetic towards men. Like, okay, All right, what's up? Please I'm continue. Kind of like, yeah, I feel like the comment that was potentially pointed at, like, at his weight, was uncalled for. But like, also, like, ladies eating for two. So. So that's like, true. Maybe you should have made two pizzas. 
That's yeah, true. I agree with that. Yeah, but like, like he wasn't aware of that before. I can't remember if he he normally goes. He normally goes half, but I don't know if that was normally before um, pregnancy or even during pregnancy. But do you not even think he like deserved one slice? Like, I think yeah, I agree. Like, I completely see where you're going at, Kilo. Like, the wife should have at least, yeah. you know, that jab was kind of, you know, kind of too, kind of mean, even for, like, a pregnant woman, you know what I mean? Like, I get it, you know, sometimes you have those off days, and you're just, like, you say something that you don't actually yeah. mean, and it comes off the wrong way, um, but, like, I feel like she should have just, like, you know, at least given him one slice or something like i know she's eating for two and stuff like that. i think you like, should maybe like if you're in the kitchen point. you should but... ask like oh yeah how much you want before assuming like okay this is yes. the portions that we're we're doing yes i could see that and also it's just she's a pregnant woman if yeah and i feel like, it, I, like and I feel like her. when i'm cooking for like somebody else i'll be like oh how much you want while i'm like cooking so then, like, mm-hmm. this issue doesn't come up. And also, like, not gonna lie, because I feel like sometimes, this is this is kind of toxic, I know. But, like, sometimes I get in the mindset where I'm like, men deserve nothing. So, like, let her have <laughs> pizza. But I get it. And, like, I feel like making a comment that he would potentially, like, be insecure about is, like, uncalled for. But also, like, I feel like, People be kind of acting crazy when they're pregnant and might say things that are kind of uncalled for. And yes, she probably should have apologized for it. But also, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like just a lot of things could have been done beforehand to prevent this situation. That's true. There could have definitely been mm-hmm. a little bit more communication. Um, Just segueing into like, being pregnant during this time I thought I I have like a CDC thing I kind of briefly browsed it and I'm curious about what you all are thinking because you both are are STEM majors but like so there's like a little segment that says like breastfeeding Mm -hmm. if you have COVID-19 and there's there's this direct line of saying we do not know for sure if mothers with COVID-19 can spread the virus to babies in their breast milk but the limited data available suggests this is not likely now, I'm confused because I thought viruses could travel right? through breast like, milk, but like yeah, a lot of like transmittable diseases do. Right, but I don't know. What if do you like, think now? I don't know if it's like you know, because like, um, I I don't know if this is accurate, but like, um, you know, like say if you're like taking particular medication, or um, I don't know if HIV can be transmitted through breast milk, but I feel like it's more like immune related conditions so i don't know about like respiratory diseases like covid i feel like like right now covid is very like children and i assume you know especially newborns are very susceptible to covid19 you know what i mean um so i feel like i don't know i don't think let's say if the mother had covid and stuff like that. Um, I personally would rather avoid breastfeeding um, just because I feel like, you know, you don't want to, like, yeah. I would like air on the close to you, you know what I mean? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm not concerned about, like, 
at, at most you would like pump out milk from your breast and then give it to the child like that's no problem but i feel like you just shouldn't have the baby yeah that's what i was if you do because i'm like oh COVID, you know um, because, because like usually breastfeeding requires like close proximity so like i feel like that more than anything yeah. would contribute to the spread even if it is not through the breast milk that's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm like, oh, like, I don't particularly see the problem with a mother breastfeeding, but not like bre- actual breastfeeding, but like, you know, um, you're feeding yeah. the child through the breast, but just and also through like, we're a learning, cup, you know what I mean? Yeah, this virus every day. So like, I would caution taking like each update about the virus um, at like first hand, and I would be more on the side of caution even if um they do issue like things are saying it's okay mm-hmm. i agree well if any of your listeners are pregnant if they happen to be please please be informed like there's a lot of information online even and i feel like even going to like your your appointments mm-hmm. too would be very informative Yes. So yeah, that's my my thing on pregnancy during this yeah, time. Yeah, hope, hope the pregnant folk are holding well, up okay, because I feel like being pregnant is stressful enough. So it's a lot to be pregnant mm-hmm. during yes. a pandemic. So definitely. Now, shall we talk about a baby being born wow, in a pandemic? Wow, segues. we did not even plan this, y'all. <laughs> wow these the, these transitions snaps to that you know like um well w- now that you mention it you know who recently just gave birth um mr elon musk and mrs um grimes i don't her like, like claire gonna, i don't know her actual name i claire yeah um i call her grimes her actual legal name is claire elise Borcher, she didn't change her name, so salute to you, Queen. Don't I mean, they're take not no man's last name, you know? No. Oh, they're not married? No, they're not. They just have a baby they together. They are married. Oh, okay. Yeah, sis. Like, yeah, get that baby daddy. Like, yeah, okay. Basically. Um, so Grimes recently just gave birth um, a couple weeks ago um, in the beginning of May. Um, to a loving child named um, XAI12. Um, I don't particularly know exactly how to pronounce the child's name. Basically, there's a number in them. It's XAI12, if you want to get into the specifics. Um, there's many ways on how he, you know, pronounces it. Um but you know, I that name just doesn't sit right with me. What do you? Does it sit right with y'all? Like, how, what are your thoughts so far on the name? I honestly thought it was a like, yeah, you know, like an internet us. joke. I'm. Yeah, is it? Is it actually legit? Like, that's like, for sure, for sure. Like, are there name certs going out or something, yeah. or birth certs? I mean. Yeah, that is the actual name. Um, but unfortunately, there. Um, first choice of the name had 12 in it, which is a number. And under California law, you can't have 
numbers in your in your name so they ended up changing their name today like they just changed it um recently aka a couple hours ago um to like basically the same thing but in roman numerals 12 so it's gonna be like x ash a 12 but like with the roman numerals xii um so I just think like you know there's a, a lot of controversy with this name because okay, uh, and like, there's a lot of memes what if with this, this name as well dude's because name is just like Kyle or something and they've been just messing with us this whole time. Yeah, I thought like the A is standing for like Asher and then that was I thought they were just going to name they're going to nickname him Ash or like actually name him Asher or something. Well, based on my sources of U.S. news, <laughs> um, the pop culture epicenter for me, um, it is actually his legal name um, to their child. Um, I don't know if they're going to, you know, change it any more times than they should. Um, but that is their legal name on the birth certificate, as well as what the child is going to be going by. Um, and this kind of just like this trend and weird names is very common with celebrities, you know, as a lot of people say, like Apple, like Gwyneth Paltrow named her child Apple, you know what I mean? Or Northwest. Con- <laughs> yeah, Northwest, like, like Kanye with Northwest or like yeah blue ivy kylie jenner's stormy you know what i mean i feel like rich people just be thinking about these creative names you know meanwhile us poor folks um we be naming our children's jason or like you know you're calling out jason dude (laughs) yeah like i just i just i just had this thought process because it's just like oh like i feel like rich people like are coming up with these names for their children because they they know that their children don't have to, you know, get a job basically. Because those children are like, what if Paltrow's child she's gonna inherit, she's gonna money. inherit so much money? Like, yeah, she's gonna inherit so much money. Elon Musk is, but like the children, gag is like, like the rest of um, his children are like, like named like Damien or like Griffin, and then there's X A twelve. Yeah. Yes. Whoa, which whoa. Is wait, wait, very- sorry, can we backtrack? This yeah. is his sixth child. Seven, yes. Yeah. Well, this is technically his seventh because one he he had six children. One of them unfortunately died um at the age of ten weeks. Um, but you know, this is their seventh child. This is his seventh child officially. Sixth one that is a lot. Oh my gosh, wait, I thought this no. was his first one this had, whole like, time. He went out with a bang. Yes. Oh shoot. He had um he had he so all the other children are with one wife. So the like the second wife didn't have any children and then this is this is his second baby like mama, this is his second relationship. Yeah, baby mom yeah, basically. <laughs> very interesting. So, Sorry, keep keep going. It's very interesting that um this just this whole controversy with like naming your child's this abnormal name um rich people just have money to do anything and i was wondering like what are your thoughts what are both of your thoughts about like naming your child a weird name um that are that is not part of the norm like you know our names are pretty common um us being asian americans you know there has been historical um 
past references where you know a lot of Asian um, immigrants would change would choose names for their children in order to fit into society and find jobs easier you know um and I was wondering your thoughts if this ever comes across your mind on whether or not what are you gonna name your children are you gonna stick with like you know a basic name I don't want to say any name is basic but like Jack or like John uh um I guess first of all I want to say that I didn't expect anything less of my lady Grimes to name her child this because homegirl's kind of weird as fuck so you know I saw this coming like if she named her her child Kyle I'd be disappointed Well, her, her name is Claire. Grimes. Her, her, you know we what I mean? know her as Grimes. <laughs> Dude, first, also, Elon is a very particular name. Like, is that a is that's not a usual name either, right? True. I don't know because he's like from South um, Africa. I don't know if that's a that's a typical name or like an uh, not uh, like a usual name of somebody that is a white South African. I really don't know. Very interesting. Yeah, I don't know either. All I know is that, you know, um, I mean, his his parents' name is May and E-Roy. So, take it as you will. Interesting. Wait, wait. Okay, backtrack to your, to your question. Your question was, what do you think about baby celebrities being named very unusual names that are common. Yes. And would you yes. also do a unusual name yourself? Is that what you're saying? Have your yes, basically have both of you thought about it because I feel like it comes across my mind once in a while. It's like, what am I going to name, name your child, child like Kevin if I do or have a child? I would stick to the generic names just because I feel like, you know, like I know how rough it is back like in this society with if you have like an abnormal name and I don't want my children to get bullied. Like unfortunately bullying is a huge issue for us um public <laughs> education folks. Um, so so I just don't wanna put my kids through that, you know? I feel that. Um yeah, I would go something basic as well. Like a like a spicy Kevin Newman. No, Kevin no. Newman. no! <laughs> my child becomes Kevin Nguyen, I will, I will, I don't know. I feel like if I marry a Nguyen, I'm going to name him Kevin. For for the meme? You're going to tell your child he's meme. a meme? But, like, Kevin? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> like, nothing. I honestly don't really. Kevin is a nice name. Kevin. Like, I don't see that. Me neither. I'm not crazy about a lot of names. I like, yeah, Kai like, I cool. like, like, Kai, like, those type of names. But, like. But, like, imagine, like, you have to find a good name that matches the last name. This is why I just, like, it's hard out here because it's just, like, you don't know who, like, like you know, some, like, I personally, I think that my husband should take my, my last name, you know, give it to him like that, you know, be weird and stuff like that. But that's a discussion with my future significant we other that is too much here. to unpack. He's like, you take um, my name. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, don't, like, if you don't want to take his name, like, don't do it, sis. Like, this is a, this is a word from now 
that you know maybe you should ask if he wants to take your last name True. don't stick it but, to him um, yeah to go back to about <laughs> the strange names because like um because i feel like you know obviously like celebrities they're very wealthy so you know like you said they don't have to worry about potentially finding a job in corporate america and even if they did just for being like the child of these people like they're gonna get hired whatever they do so um, yeah true Kendall Jenner yeah they don't have that stress of like oh well having an unconventional name prevent my future professional prospects so like yeah they do have the freedom to be like let me just name my child something wild so also I think the wild name just helps their like their their fame factor you know like yeah my name is apple pouch or whatever the last name apple pouch or martin or something but like you know just like you're gonna remember (laughs) apple that's true northwest everyone remembers yes i'm not really into the the pop culture but even yeah even even kilo knows northwest Northwest. (laughs) that's true but also, like, I, like as Cece mentioned, I feel like um, she brought up a good point that, like, it, it's grind. Yeah, and I don't expect, expect nothing, nothing less, less from my lady. Because... Here. Like, I firmly believe, yeah, her aesthetic is, like, I'm not of this planet. So, like, let me just name my child after, like, some computer model. But I thought that is true. I thought they came up with the name together right isn't like the last digits their favorite spacecraft something like or something that. um i guess because both of them are really weird so i don't expect anything less started... from a grimes musk baby out here <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree with that i they're the origins of their relationship are really weird just because they both met online. Like, not even, like, on Tinder. I mean, where, like, I feel know, like the rich us, people have, like, we, we have to go on. No, but, like, you know, because you said No, Tinder, they met like, on Twitter. The celebs, so... they have, like, Raya, which is, like, Tinder for, like, rich people, the elite. Oh, I didn't even know they had yeah. like, rich people Twitter or Tinder. Oh my I thought they also had the same thing for like Olympians, you know, like during that time, like everyone's in their peak physical shape. So oh, yeah, they gotta like really stock up. <laughs> you know what's during the Olympics? That's a fact. Yes, I didn't know that until I was very invested into the Olympics because I was following this one Olympian, but I didn't know that there was a as lot they of say, stuff the, going as on. As they say, the post nut um, clarity. In so the you need that Olympic before village. you compete. <laughs> God. Honestly, but like, wouldn't that be sabotage though? Like, I'm over here thinking, like, oh, what if they sabotage each other? What are you talking? Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, I feel like no, though. Because they're all athletes, you know what I mean? Like, what if there's like tension between, like, let's say, like, USA, like, you're part Team USA, right? And then you hook up with like Team um what is it called um brazil or whatever you know and like what if you like sabotage that would be messy oh yeah i feel yeah that would be definitely but also i think like the whole spirit of the olympics is you know sportsmanship so hopefully not just you know sportsmanship 
quote unquote. Yes, just good sportsmanship and yeah, just all around, all around good. I don't know what else to say to that. That's interesting, but I just feel like it's weird. Um, yeah. I didn't know that because like, we can't use our regular phone. But... I'm tired of but I find Tinder. Like, imagine if you're Rihanna and you have to <laughs> go through us normies. Yeah. Oh, do you not. think Rihanna uses Tinder? That's what I'm saying. They have Raya for yeah, like, she don't gotta you know, worry. the beautiful elite, you know? I'm already getting tired of scrolling through Tinder as a regular person. Let alone Rihanna looking at the options that are on our local <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> God. Damn. She's I'm coming not, for I'm her. Saying, for if you're, them, on, if you're Rihanna, you're on a different playing field than the rest of us. Very true. Dang. She dates princes well, out here. Well, to um, honestly, though, she knows where it's at. But That's then also, saying. I expect. But anyway, we were talking about the names. On entrepreneur, we're talking about the names, and I find it really interesting because um the way they just met because i got very invested on like how these two i wouldn't say they're polar opposites opposites. kind of like met they're kind they're both like i guess their sense of humor is very similar but like i just feel like their aesthetic is very different you know what i mean like i'm a kind of contrarian and i say things to kind of troll people so i feel like it makes sense to me like i'm not surprised by this I, I like was for me, they give me that kind of weird dug into a... couple vibes. Like, yeah, that spend too much time on the internet. That's the energy they give me. And like, I guess it works. True. True. I, don't... I, thought, I thought it was very funny how they just like met up. Um, this uh, Kilo actually had a question before we started this podcast on like how they met. Um, so I'll just describe or explain how they basically met. So they met on Twitter. And so um, Grimes posted this funny, like, joke. I, I don't particularly find it funny, but, like, I guess, you know, my sense of humor and Elon's sense and their sense, Elon's sense of humor and Grimes' sense of humor are very different. But basically they made a joke um, about, like, AIs and stuff like that. Um, and so... Elon wanted to post about it on his Twitter. And so he posted um, this specific Twitter joke, um, Rocco ba- Basilisk. I don't even know what that is. But basically, Grimes posted it before, like a couple of months before. And so everyone on Twitter that follows Elon was like, hey, Grimes already posted this. And then Elon was like, no way. And then so Elon was very infatuated by Grimes's, you know, joke um, and that she posted about it before him. And so they hit it off in the DMs. Um, and then now they have a child together. So that relationship is just very interesting to me because I be sliding into people's DMs and I don't be getting no replies <laughs> back. I'm just saying. I mean, if you are <laughs> Elon. You know, Wait, who so, people are gonna reply? Unfortunately, you gotta get I that billionaire one. I am the E. <laughs> God, I like, like <laughs> that ain't gonna work out. <laughs> it's very interesting but, finding love on Twitter. You know, anything's possible. 
honestly though because i just find it really funny because my twitter followers don't be sending me dms i AKA, send you dms on um, how uh, girls CC. are mute, like built like you two Dude, I send you DMs in the snaps. <laughs> yeah, I get left on red, on you know? Red. My No. No, y'all leave me on red. <laughs> it is a well-known fact that everyone leaves me on red. That's and I'm over here like, okay, I'll just leave. Not true. That is true. But, you know, um, I guess this is a learning moment. Um, post about weird jokes on your Twitter. Um, because you might find love with one of your followers. Oh, yeah. So, you get back to us. I feel like I never stated my personal opinion about naming children. Um, I mean, I guess, like, I'm very, like, if most people know me that I'm, like, very conflicted about the idea of motherhood, it's very strange to me, and I kind of go back and forth. So, honestly, I haven't put much thought into what I would name my children, because I feel like I know a lot of, like, women that, like, ever since they were a kid, they had, like, a list of baby names that they wanted. So, like, I I don't really have any, like, particular names, but I feel like I would probably name my child, like, something conventional because, you know, unfortunately, as an Asian American, you know, as much as I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, we ain't doing this model minority business, but also I feel like my child needs to have a winning chance in corporate America. <laughs> True. Wait, wait. So, wait. You mentioned possibly naming your child something different, but then you're like, nah, because no, society? I like, Is I that what like you're going I would kind of want something like, you know, obviously like within the range of like conventional, but like maybe something more unique. I can't really think of something off the top of my head. But, like, you know, I wouldn't name something, like, like real like, off-the-cuff, like, Apple, you know? But, like, maybe, like, a not-so-common name. But, you know, still within the realm of Petra? Or, like, a... Did you just say Acura? I said Petra. Oh, or like I thought a you said Peter. Acura. I was like, <laughs> we naming children cars now? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, they should just name their child Prius at that point. I, I legit <laughs> just saw on um a sad post a dude named lexus so you know what anything's possible i feel like viet people do that (laughs) viet people i feel like name name their children cars or viet people really like like kind of unique names like that i wouldn't be surprised if there was a lexus new in out here (laughs) <laughs> you say you say unique but then also like oh yeah also, like, it's kind of where though. i was like oh yeah there was like this thread they're like what are names that you think would sound really pretty if you didn't know what they meant like some people were like chlamydia would be like a pretty name if, if it wasn't like chlamydia <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> and some people are like, oh like influenza sounds kind of cute influenza my gosh i don't have other ones besides i guess like gonorrhea i don't think does it doesn't no that's that's a no-go oh wait wasn't there um what is it called in america's next top model or like there was this one person this one designer where he was his name was covid oh that's a bad one and like this was a year so he was on yeah so i was like oh because he debuted his um whole design or like his 
career last year in 2019 slash 2018 to 2019 um the previous season I guess and so I was like oh there was this uh running joke on yeah there was this no because it was really really um it was this running joke on Twitter because he designed this one outfit where there was a face mask like it was a mask that we wear now um and everyone was like he He knew you know what I mean ahead of his times yeah, his name was COVID, and he designed an outfit where it had a mask. And then everyone was wow. just like, he knew. <laughs> oh, yeah, also so, another name that, there's uh, that. that is, like, fits the theme where it's like, oh, if it wasn't, like, what it was, it would be a pretty name to people. Areola, I think. <laughs> I think that's also, no! like, if you didn't know what Areola meant, I feel like it wouldn't be an out-there name. <laughs> I'm thinking of phalanges. <laughs> Oh, Angie. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Angie for short. That's. Oh my God. Then, and then you like Philanges is like, you know, universal. You could do Flynn, which is like, you could do Philanges, like the guy is the Finn. And then Angie, if it's a girl. I have, I honestly, I support you. Nell, go, can you make that happen? No, I'm so single. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, find me, find me a man first. I feel that. But yeah, uh, that's that's uh, something. Um, I feel like Capri Sun would be a good name. Capri, you, you. I feel like, yeah, Capri. She's cute. What? No, um, Kobe. Kobe's named oh. their child Capri Kobe. Okay, Capri. But you said son. You said Capri son. Okay, I'm going to name my son Capri. Okay. Capri son. No. <laughs> You're telling me Capri it's son not... is a good name. No. Maybe just Capri. Oh my God. But Capri son. Yeah. Nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name them. I feel like Capri that's like naming your child son. Sonny. I don't understand what's up. The... Or like Hawaiian Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's too much, dude. Kool-Aid has like a backstory. Like, I don't think Kool-Aid's gonna work for a kid. (laughs) To be honest, I feel like Sunny D works the best. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. But like, yeah, these are some names that if you all um that are listening are interested please let us know if you're gonna take any any offers of these baby names we would love to see it (laughs) Um, but what would you name have you thought of a name though cc like what is a no i don't know i haven't thought much jackson really Uh, as you guys know like i don't know if the viewers know but i really do live a day at a time and like i've never been one to like fantasize like what will my future babies be named, you know? Yeah, I always ask these questions to Cece and when we're living together. Um, I just be, bring up, like, you know, how would you teach your child? Like, what would you do in this situation? Yeah, I, over here, like, I don't even know if I want point, So, <laughs> like, I'm very much, like, until it, it becomes a pressing matter, I will not think about it. true 
So if anyone is single, I mean, like, our you know, viewers, please let us know. Um, Cece, I, I'm a Cece is free. She is experience. single. Ladies and non-binary friends are also yes. welcome. Yes. So hit us up in the DMs. Um, hit uh, if you would like Cece's um, personal information. Slide oh, no, into our I'm Instagram a, I'm a DMs. <laughs> I'll give you the content. It's okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'll set y'all up. But just yeah. a just a a quick like high admiration would be appreciated. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Send me awesome. See, Pink named her son James. I feel like yeah, that's like what I mean. Jameson I feel like is not normal. necessarily that, but you know, it's like. It's still kind of within the realm of like what's considered quote normal enough, but it's not like it's not like a John. So I feel like I would want something I that's guess. like kind of unique, but not like super out there. I like the name Sebastian. It, it makes me think of a like, butler. You can't do me. that. You know what I mean? Oh my god. I, I've been watching Orion Orion High School, High School Post Club. Oh my god. Oh that's sorry, old. I said Orion. It's so good. You're behind. I've You're like 10 years behind recently. Yeah, I am. This woman asked me if I watched Demon Slayer, and I was right? the one who introduced what? it to her, oh, and she moved fun of it. And I'm like, yes. Oh my god! <laughs> Next, she's gonna be like, "Have you seen Naruto?" <laughs> no, I know everyone has seen Naruto, but what is it called? I am on a binge. It's really Lunchy. bad. You know, know you heard of it? You know, Bleach. I don't know if you've <laughs> heard of it either. All right, Kelly. Yeah. Send us to, oh, to yeah. hot takes. Okay. Who wants to go first? Yeah. Well, I can go first because my hot take is please support anime. Because I used to be a person that used she to like, you know, I don't want to say hate on people. You are hating. You were. No. It's it's I've embraced it. You know, I've gone to the dark side. It's not really a dark side because now that I'm actually here, I've seen the light. So you used to you roast me for having a Yu-Gi-Oh! as a child. Yeah, now look where we are. The Beyblades. Because <laughs> I used to like, I don't know, I was really late into this anime trend or not trend, but this lifestyle. Yeah, it's here to stay. This is a it's I've I've seen the light. It's a very, very fun and interesting um moments uh of roller it's an interesting roller coaster I've that I've gone through, you know. I'm sad that you know I got I some shows they don't get another season and I'm like, no. But my hot take is embrace a lifestyle that you might not think is for you. I used to not think anime was for me um as kilo and cc have said i used to hate on them for <laughs> being weebs um as people call also, them also like um, to roast you I'm at least my it, stage was at like a socially acceptable stage at least 
not in my 20s and just starting my beauty <laughs> yeah. phase. I I'm know, like, okay, I'm at least so I'm late 12, in the game. Okay. But now but... you're like in your 20s. Loser. I know. It's. Oh. <laughs> now she's bullying me. The tables have turned. Wait, wait. Now send wrecks. Okay, what would you like to wreck our our listeners? Okay, Um. as everyone probably knows, Demon Slayer is really good. Um. I ventured into Hunter x Hunter. Um, for anyone that hasn't seen that yet, um, I'm still finishing up it's Attack, Attack on the Titan. Titan oh, I feel like one anime Attack on Ta- Titan. Sorry, I'm I am very bad with verbal communication because I've been in isolation for a long time. Um, so I I be screaming Nani Ew. everywhere. Oh um, the interweave interweave of me is coming out but um one anime that i strongly recommend that not a lot that of not know a about lot of people know Alchemist. about um, <laughs> are you a lot of people know no okay well i feel it's like i the feel like there needs to be more the awareness top five shonen. yes it is no the top five top five shonen right no, now i feel like it's attack on titan the classics are like oh. bleach one piece naruto full metal alchemist you know those it's up there in the pantheon. Yes. I'm with Stacey. True. <laughs> but I feel, okay, yeah, well, basically, I I, <laughs> I completely agree. Sorry, uh, I can't everyone stop, like, that doesn't clowning know on you. Like, Full she Metal said, Alchemist. I don't know if y'all heard of Full Metal Alchemist. It's kind of obscure. Probably you haven't heard of it. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. I heard Brotherhood um, was better. Oh, yeah, better, Brotherhood is better. But- Brotherhood was definitely better. Yes. Um, I would also recommend Fairy Tale, surprisingly. It's um, very interesting um, if you're into adventures and stuff like that. I'm trying to get into so- shoujo um, animes as well, but we'll see how that goes. Dude, these are, like, hefty, long animes. Like, are you just watching them, yeah. like all at once or like one at a time and then you're like okay do- oh i'd be binging them it's really bad this is an unhealthy obsession for me um haikyuu if no one has seen it yet i am a strong advocate for haikyuu um it's fairly new so you can catch up i'm really sad that season the season four um the other part two is put on hold because of covid um as well as season five for my hero academia very sad. Very sad. Um, but um, I would recommend Haikyuu or My Hero Academia because uh, Kilo actually recommended that to me. Yes. Come to yes. the dark side. Yes. I don't know if she's watched Haikyuu yet. Hopefully you watch. Um, Cece, you should definitely join me and watch Haikyuu so I can send no, you good, good content. I feel like I don't bother me enough. <laughs> She leaves me on red whenever I send I don't her know because I feel like I don't get TikTok humor. I'm kind of old. Damn. I am. I'm not with the time. I just don't understand. <laughs> She's past the time. Just, I know. I'm just trying to relate to you. I'm, I would also recommend Tokyo Ghoul if Ghoul. I, I can't even talk anymore. Tokyo Ghoul. Ghoul. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Tokyo Ghoul. I don't even know how to say words anymore. I have been 
not talking to a lot of people so my grammar is very bad right now sorry if anyone is mad at me but (laughs) (laughs) so I apologize quarantine has, has it rough but yeah that's my hot take embrace a lifestyle you never thought you would think of good good life advice in general just embrace yeah, don't bully people for, yes for stay open-minded stay open-minded like later yes and then no <laughs> well speaking of uh, looking like a cloud but like we have a prius in our home oh trust i will never get a prius <laughs> she's like I'm embrace i am adamant about, about that the prius life <laughs> I really just I don't know why I really just don't it's F fine. with Prius but you're like don't judge um, but also I'm gonna judge you if you drive a Prius okay but like my theories reigns true though like Prius like people that own Priuses my they just can can't drive. drive like but he goes be, he goes he drives the no, Honda Odyssey like, uh, more than when he's the working Prius. he drives the Prius yeah. Really? Yeah. He, is he, he driving far distances or is he just driving work. like? Well, I haven't seen your dad drive. So <laughs> we'll Don't see how race people in the Prius. Don't. It doesn't matter. He street races he people in the Honda way. Odyssey. It doesn't Imagine matter the that. vehicle. He will fight somebody. <laughs> <Short move. laughs> see, there's a difference between the driver and the vehicle you know what i mean because i feel like if he has options then like he's not that bad of a driver but like if he solely just drives the prius that's a whole different i guess but speaking of watching anime um oh yeah oh uh, yeah that's 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 a good transition I'm sorry. I was Can so you just be subtle? It, and I forgot it was my turn. I didn't realize it was my turn to speak. But I'm Damn, sorry. that was supposed okay. to be a subtle transition. And she, she and just had to point it out. She was like, oh, so yeah. Like, like that's like good... my general hot take, but I didn't realize that specific reference. But anyway, to get into my hot take, it's like okay to be 15 and not have multiple exes and be going to parties every weekend. It's fine if you're just chilling in your house watching anime at 3 a.m. And like for me, it's something that resonated with me because like I guess I'll expose myself. Um, I was not a cool teenager. I was not allowed to date or go to parties and things like that. Because I had strict Asian parents. But, like, not, that wouldn't have mattered anyway. I feel like if my parents were like, yeah, go ahead. Like, I wouldn't have gotten asked to prom regardless. Like, that's just my high school existence. It wouldn't have mattered either way. But anyway, I wanted to kind of make it, like, hopefully it's, like, relatable to people. Um, I feel like we should kind of normalize, like, being, like, a kid and just, like, enjoying your youth for what it is and not trying to grow up so fast. Because I feel like... It's very normalized to be, like, dating and getting into relationships and going to parties because I feel like there's a lot of pressure from, like, the media and just, like, watching, like, teen movies and stuff. And you see these kind of, like, wild things happen and you're like, why isn't my high school experience anything like that? So I feel like I think we need more normalization of, like, I'm just chilling in high school. I'm just chilling by myself. And I feel like um, I kind of have, like, thoughts about like 
dating very young as like a teen because I feel like the majority of teens are not like mature enough to handle committed relationships and like this isn't to judge anybody that did experience those things in high school especially if they felt like they were ready but I think that like we should kind of normalize just like being with yourself because I feel like when you're young and like dating around or just doing crazy things um, you can like easily like get lost in it and get consumed in it because like I feel like even to this day there's people our age and even like older that get consumed in their relationships and kind of lose their sense of identity so I think it should be like more of a normal thing for like teens to just kind of like figure out their identity without having to feel pressure to be like dating and doing all these like wild things that they think they're supposed to do in their youth and yeah that's like kind of exposing myself for kind of being lame in high school and still kind of lame in college but um I think it's like important to realize (laughs) like yeah not everybody is experiencing this kind of wild type of high school experience where people are dating around and doing all that like, a lot of people are just chilling, and I feel like it's important to really use those, like, formative years to, like, figure yourself out, because I feel like I'm very much an advocate of just, like, being with yourself and self-reflecting, and I feel like it's very easy when you're a young person that has a lot of insecurities and um, might lean on, especially, like, I feel like when you're young, you very much lean on the validation of like whatever member of your preferred sex, like attention from them. So I feel like um, if you like avoid that, I feel like you become like a more fuller person and you kind of have a stronger sense of self um, coming from that. Because I feel like in my personal experience, like not doing all those things and just really like figuring out my identity during those formative years, I feel like it gives you like a better sense of yourself. So when you proceed and do those things in your adulthood, like when it comes to dating and going to parties, like I feel like you are making better decisions because you have um, a stronger sense of yourself. So that's kind of my hot take. I feel like we need to like reduce this like media like representation that teens are like dating like crazy and like going and doing wild things when I feel like a lot of us are just chilling and going like going to like their school club meetings and going home very true snaps to that because I was also a lame child in high school semi-lame in college maybe even actually still lame but you know what yes character development right here hopefully (laughs) (laughs) I completely agree I feel like when I was younger I would always have these FOMO moments like especially now that you know, um, a lot of people are um, posting more and more on social media and social media is becoming a huge aspect in people's lives. You see all these like 12 year old YouTubers making um, like thousands of dollars um, and like, you know, living a life yeah. that you particularly didn't live when you're their age and you're not making the same amount. Yeah. So I just wanted to like, yeah, give a shout out to our Um, viewers that may have been experiencing their lives like that. Cause I feel like in like American society in particular, I feel like there's this like pressure to grow up really fast. And I feel like it's like, okay to just like enjoy being like young and just enjoy that kind of like, you know, the trials and tribulations of like that kind of identity crisis you go through in your like formative years and it's like completely valid to kind of go through that on your own 
because I like again it's very easy to get consumed in you know attention from somebody in a romantic way or things like that so yeah that's just kind of my thoughts on that thank you thank you for sharing um mine is not as like heartfelt mine is more like low-key against corporations (laughs) but it's like my hot take is if you have every people who are listening that are like working on the HR recruiting side biz, if you have job postings and like they're like four months old, but they're supposed to be for summer, but like now that's changed a lot. Can you please take them down? Cause your poor soul, like me, your girl is dying out here. I'm applying to, I think old internships or like, non-remote ones but they seem to still be relevant and it just breaks my heart where I write a cover letter and no response or I email them and I get no response of like hey is this posting still available is it remote but like if y'all could just do people solid that would be people meaning me I would greatly appreciate it so just like making sure your job postings are updated yeah that's important yeah call them out you know, that are like kind of graduating in the near future and kind of on that job search. Uh, We're in a different landscape in terms of employment than previous years. So take it easy on us, like do us a solid so we don't have to do the extra work. Yes. Like, I mean, like, I'm totally cool, like, not totally cool. Like, I would love to like, get that job. But if you need to take it down, because your company is like, doing layoffs or like there's not enough budget for it like fine by me please go ahead just please don't get my hopes up of like having that old internship posting there you feel like that's just that's my hot take (laughs) also just a just I got I got opinions about that too don't ghost like as an as are you talking about like ghosting in terms of job applications or dating Okay, because I'm like, that's job application. But also, I have They'll... lots on ghosting that I would like to talk yeah, about. Yeah, because another time. Like, okay. Like, don't, as an employer, like, a lot of people, I completely understand the struggles that Kilo is saying. Like, you're spending hours um doing like a cover letter that's specifically towards a position and like you know like changing up everything for a particular posting you know what I mean because you don't want to like just mass send one resume and hope for the best you know you want to um personalize it so it fits each job position basically right um and you know it takes people are taking their time out of their day to do this and ghosting just doesn't help at all it gives them no information of what they need to work on whether or not you know they got the position the email was sent or the application was sent completed or anything or any or or all that struggle bus um type of business um so as a recruiter please just send us a note and be like sorry you weren't you weren't chosen for the position or the position is no longer available, especially during a time like this. And yeah, that's my hot take. I agree. Transparency no, I is that. important. And I feel like, like, you don't even need to tell me why. Just tell me I didn't. So I'm not like waiting on it, you know? Or I, I have to think like, did my application yes. even yeah, go that's through? Yeah, exactly. Sometimes they don't like give you an email, like, uh, 
what like an automatic reply I'm like scared I'm like did I did I just imagine me submitting it so now like I even like do screenshots of like okay here's the app it's in now now we're just waiting and I have this whole table set up and I'm just like the heck is going on because like I guess I got ghosted slash rejected but like you don't know what's going on and that's just really upsetting Mm -hmm. All right. Is that everybody's kind of hot takes for this week? Yep, that's my hot take. So I guess we'll close out. Um, Hope everybody is continuing to stay well, stay sane during these times, and continue to follow social distancing. Because I feel like all of a sudden, people are kind of acting like the corona is no longer with us. But she very much still is. Yes. I saw that meme of like, oh, we're reopening businesses does not equal yeah. like it is done. And I feel like that is not uh, the case. The time of recording, it is Memorial Day weekend. So I've been seeing y'all kind of ignoring the fact that Miss Corona is still out here in our premises. So like you having a barbecue party or having some friends hang out is not it. And I pray for y'all that you know, Corona does not continue to spread for everybody's sake. So, yep. hope everybody's staying well. I guess we'll sign out and follow us on Instagram at Civil Asian Talks. We are closing out uh, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, and we have some fun posts, you know, dedicated to some powerful women in the community. So check those out and also check it out for when our episodes come up.